Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Brandon, can you hear me? Give me the thumbs up. Are we good? It's been a while since I've been in the studio. Eh, let's try that. There we go. What's that button for? This is Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer with you in the main studio for just the third time since uh, ding, 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 March of 2020. Oilers Now is brought to you by Digitex. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. Hugh Porter and Digitex stoked by the Oilers 5-0 start to the season. Are you, is this a different Oilers team than maybe a couple years ago when they started the year 5-0? and Are they deeper? Are they better equipped to truly compete? Now, that said, they were only three points behind Vegas when we got shut down in 1920. Can they win a Pacific Division title? And also, as you can reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. Is it a little bit interesting watching what's occurring going on in Toronto? The back of your mind, are you thinking... I don't mind seeing this a little bit, seeing them go through a little bit of a waiver since there's a stunning amount of pontification from a market that has not been to a Stanley Cup final. I haven't been to one since they won it back in 1967. 7804960063. That is the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. You can also text us and we'll get some of those on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. 7804960063. Get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue. Open Monday to Saturday. We're on Twitter at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, and tweet Brendan at Brendan Escott. Brendan with two E's, Escott with two tease here we go uh brendan you gonna handle these transitions or are you gonna hit the button for me we'll start sure, with i can do that you can do that we'll go with don on line number one don how you doing good bob how about yourself i'm in a pretty good mood <laughs> good stuff uh 
we're Fultonville alumni. Oh. I have three sons, and we played out there, so I knew you'd take my call. Oh, there we go. Well, that, that has to be. Uh, I haven't talked to him. Uh, you know what? I had a former teammate reach out to me on the weekend that was uh, on the Strath, Strathcona Warriors with me, a guy named Travis Pulfer, who uh, was our number one goaltender. Uh, I didn't. I didn't say much other than you should have had that one too. That's all I ever used to say to our goaltenders back in the day. What do you, What do you got for me, Don? Uh, a couple of quick things. Uh, McDavid's going to have a career year, uh, sixty goals at a minimum. Okay. Uh, guys are going to hit the second round. They're going to clear the second round. Okay. Dave Tippett needs to have a career year. Uh, that's really, really important as well. And I got a suggestion for you, a new segment. Uh, how about coach GM management analysis? Uh, we analyze forwards, goalies, defense, all of that sort of thing. It would be fascinating to have somebody uh, come in and analyze the actual coaching or GM. Well, or isn't that what we do on a daily basis on these shows? Uh, uh, to a degree, I guess. Uh, I'm not aware of anybody in Canada. Uh, like, are you know, saying we should have a former GM or former? Like, we had Brian Burke do the show. We got Brian Lott in the, you know, he GM Tampa Bay. Uh, Burke, he's been general manager so many times, I've lost track of the teams that he's worked for. <laughs> I, I would suggest a specific one uh, because, as I said, with Lawton or Burke or whatever, well, Burke may be less so. But with Lawton, he, he tends to go through more of the stuff. But anyway, just a thought. Sure. Uh, I really enjoy your show, and uh, and take uh, take care and have a good season. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll try to make that happen. Thanks a lot. You can text us at any time at 780-496-0063. Again, we're taking calls on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. You know what I noticed, Brendan? If the team started 0-5, the phone lines would be jammed. People would be going nuts, right? They'd be going crazy. And instead, the team starting 5-0, and I, I and, and the other thing that's occurred here is we've seen a little bit of a a change, a change in, like, people text more than call. Like, they're not call-in shows anymore. They're text shows. But this is your opportunity. We do have Dennis Oliberti coming up at uh, about 124, 125 today. Um... And, uh, and also Jay Woodcroft with an update from the farm. Here we go. Let's get to some text. Les from Peace River says, Bob, uh, I know it's still early. I don't want to get too excited, but I can't help to notice that the Oilers are playing some good hockey, but do you agree they need to work on their shots uh, that they allow? What do you think? So he's saying, and I think part of it is the defensive system that Edmonton deploys with Dave Tippett, where they tend to give up uh, a lot of long-range shots and and. I don't know in terms of true high-end scoring opportunities, and, and I've had this debate with David Staples, who does his own grade-A scoring chances. I think David's grade-A scoring chances, there's a little bit of a bias that favors the Oilers. But I also think if you looked at the pure analytics and the shot data, it might work against Edmonton. Let's go to Mike from Ottawa on line number one. Mike, how are you doing? Do we have Mike? or? Hold on, Brendan's answering calls there. Maybe I can hit the... Can I reach over there and get over to that one? Just a second here. Let's see if I can make that happen. Mike, do we have Mike? Mike, you there? Brendan, what's going on with Mike here? Mike, there we go. Mike, how you doing? 
Hey, Bob, do you have me? I'm good. You? I'm good now. Thanks. It's been for it's a new board, and I haven't used it, and uh, Brendan's got a bunch of calls coming in here. So what do you got for us, Mike? <laughs> well, I mean, like you said, there's not too much to complain. Like, what am I going to say, 5-0, and oh, right? But I will say, so what, what I'll say, two things. First of all, I was one of the ones who was a little worried about Keith and CeCe, more so Keith and the fact that we paid so much, well, felt like we paid so much. It's hard to say now if he's playing at $5.2 million or whatever, 5.385, but he's definitely, I'll say this, He's, we're, he's not playing at a horrible level, especially the last game. He made a few great plays, and and I, you know, I'm I'm willing to admit that maybe that pairing is doing better than I thought. And it's hard to say if we had Larson on there with uh, Keith, how much different it would be compared to CeCe. But I mean, overall, I, I think CeCe is definitely not as much pure shutdown as um, as Larson is, but he definitely can move the puck better. So I'm li- liking the second line, but also quickly, a, a tweet went out this morning, a Leaf, one of my buddy Leaf fans, because I live in Ottawa, right? So I hear, have to hear about this all the time. And they, he said to the Leaf fans, oh, don't worry, because there's still, if you look at the standings, there's four elite teams that are at the bottom, and he listed the Leafs, um, Vegas, Tampa Bay, and... Um, Ah, oh, the fourth one's going to come to me here. And my my question to you is: Do you feel that those other teams are still elite? Because my my retweet back was: Well, look, so those teams got worse. Every team, in my opinion, in that list got worse um, last year. You know, and Tampa so, Bay. Tampa Bay lost their entire third line. Those guys all yeah. got paid elsewhere. The Leafs lost Hyman, absolute yeah. driver for their organization. And uh, Anderson, and who knows about Morazic, right? So yeah, and then. Yeah. Uh, um, Vegas, I think Vegas will be a playoff team. I don't know if they're elite anymore. I'm sorry. They, their one-two punch and goal was unmatched. Now they're down to one guy. And exactly what I was going to say. I mean, Leonard is a great goalie, but when you have two great guys, and the fact that Leonard has in the past had his you know mental health issues, and and I'm, I'm glad that that um, you know everything was going on with Carey Price and he's taking care of them. But it just it makes you wonder in the background: Will they ever resurface? It could. So you know, if he has any issues there, they're they're they're, they're kind of screwed, right? They they're, they they don't score easy. That's one thing about Vegas. So Mike, I got a bunch of other jammed in here. Thanks for the call. Awesome. Thanks, Bob. Let's go to Elvis on line number two. Elvis, you're in Oilers now. How are you doing? Bob, I'm doing fantastic. Loving the show. And you know what? It's not very often that you open up the lines. Like you said, it's turned into a text generation thing. Yeah. But I'm so happy that you gave us a little bit of time here. First thing I want to talk about, Bob, is going to be Captain Obvious. Man, look at the Leafs without Hyman. Look at the Oilers with with Hyman. Huge swing. Kenny Holland's. Yeah, Kenny Holland's moves that he made are just fantastic. It's it's crazy. Look at our third line. I mean, this is this is ramping up. This is being crazy. This is getting stronger. Cassian's I mean, reborn this year. He's a completely different player already than he was last year. He is, but I think the biggest thing is because he doesn't have to try to do it on his own. I think he's not playing up in the top six. I think where they have him for now is a fantastic spot, and I don't think you can have a better line than those three guys the way they're going. Derek Ryan, I know you spoke about him for years and years and years. You've always been a big fan when he was at the University of Alberta. Look at that guy play. Smart player. I got a question for you, Stuff. Just curious. Do you think the Oilers will pull the trigger on Gibson? Five pieces. It, I, you know what? For here, I'll give you a scenario, okay? And the thing, the the, the question the listeners might, I, the, I could see John Gibson getting traded to Pittsburgh. So, what would your appetite be for Tristan Jury? 
I like Tristan Jari. Yeah. I really like him. But you know what? There's some growing confidence in Stuart Skinner internally in the organization. And so that is one one of my. I just, if I'm Anaheim, there's no way in hell I'm trading John Gibson to Edmonton. I would want. It's funny. I would, like, they would want minimum, minimum. Broberg, Yamamoto, a number one. The order, a goaltending prospect, and then they'd have to take some money back. Like that would be the minimum that they would want. I, I just, right. don't, I just like that's an awful lot. So Elvis, I gotta, I gotta run. Thanks for the call. Okay. Thanks, Dolph. I'll talk. Yep. Let's go to Chad on line number four. Chad, how are you? Good, Bob. I'm uh, planning the parade here. Uh, should I send that uh, invite to the Twitter inbox? Or uh, I would. I I don't know if I'd plan the parade. I I should say that fans should be cautiously optimistic. They're a better, in my opinion, they're better. What do you think? Oh, completely better, Bob. I'm a I'm a '95 born fan, so okay. I've been through it, and this is just it's good to be relaxed here. Like all I hear from the older generation is in the 80s that if they would get a little behind they'd be messing around and they would turn it on and they'd win that game uh, that's what i'm already seeing this year is they are loose loosey-goosey playing around in the early parts and when it comes down to work and they need to finish those games off they're finishing those games off already yeah yeah no no question about it anything else you wanted to add uh just uh i don't know why in the world anyone is doubting the old boys ken holland brings in these veterans every year all these deep teams they're always older. It's the same guys where the Capitals, the Penguins, all of them are supposed to be past their prime or they're supposed to be dying out. They never are. They're still there. Those guys know how to play. They turn it on when it matters. Chad, thanks for the call. One thing I'll say about Duncan Keith, he can make a mistake and it doesn't fluster him. It doesn't spiral into a negative energy vortex where it's mistake after mistake after mistake. It's like... Boom, he gets punched in the face, no problem. He just moves on. He's good. Let's go to John on line number five. John, you're in Oilers now. How are you doing? I'm doing great. The Oilers are 5-0, and oh, and uh, my wife just gave birth to a healthy baby boy last week, so I'm super happy. I'm in a great mood. <laughs> well, congratulations. Thanks. I just was thinking uh, when we look forward to the trade deadline, I know it's a ways out, a yeah. long ways out. What do you think about Joel Edmondson out of Montreal? Oh, this is seeing. I don't have my computer up right now. So, uh, what's he? He's a three point two five cap hit. How many more years he's got left? Two. I, I think so. I just I'd like he's a big, strong, rugged yeah. guy. You know, just brings something kind of like. Uh, you know, he's a left shot, but like Larson, well, know, uh, a mean guy. The, the left, the left shot thing would make sense. The only thing I'm going to say is they're going to have a guy next fall here. One of two guys is going to be on the team: Samarukov or Broberg, and they're going to play in the third pairing. So that would be the only hesitation for me. But good player, hard nosed player. The type I do think the game gets officiated different differently in the playoffs than the regular season. That makes a guy like Edmondson more valuable. Uh, John, I got to run. I got a bunch of other calls. Thanks a lot. Okay, congrats. Have a good one. You bet. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Chris wants to talk about impact players on line one. Chris, how are you? Good, Bob. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing? What do you got? Uh, well, I just wanted to talk about, uh, you know, just watching what Zach Hyman has brought in the last five games. Like, it has felt like such a breath of fresh air. Like, the what he has done so far is unbelievable right now. I know it's only five games. He's, he's, he's in the, the mix impact. to make the Olympic team, man. Like, I said that all summer, and people like, guys in Toronto, you're such a – he – like, how could they miss it? They, they had him on their team. He was right there. Well, you talk about the definition of the the one that got away for Toronto. It's like you know what you what a 
what you let it slip through your hand fingers and uh it's kind of showing with their performance right now too and how much he's been missed he drags every like he drags his team into the fight because of how he, like him and Fogel, their ability to drive the net to create chaos even the gamesmanship on that the first goal for edmonton right like he little bit of a pick on the goaltender there he knows ex- and you gotta go there you gotta have the courage to go there and he goes there yeah, no, exactly. And even the, the other guy I'm noticing, it's the guy we've had for a while, but Zach Cassian as well, too. The, the fact that he's been, like, he's kind of in that position on the third line with Ryan and Fogel. He's kind of had that role back. And you know what? Even you mentioned, too, with the fans back in totally. the building now, Helps the him. energy that he brings, it almost feels like he feels it. He knows that, like, the reaction that he gets, it's like, positive, negative, he's getting something and he knows to make the adjustments. Good, po- good point by you, Chris. Thanks for the call. Let's go to Andy on line number two. Andy, you're on Oilers now. How are you? Hey, how you doing, Bob? Good. Sorry, I'll make this quick. Uh, first of all, I love your suits. Thanks. <laughs> and- when you're fat, when you're fat, well, let's put it this way. When you're not in the same shape that you're in when you're 25, always yeah. go dark. Don't wear loud. No, I hear you. I hear you. Hey, uh, give credit Due to Koskinen, he played two good games. He did. Um, if the goaltending doesn't shape up, what do you think of uh, Flurry coming out of Chicago? Since uh, Chicago's kind of a well, wow. <laughs> I mean, I like Mark Andre Flurry. Uh, something's going to happen in Chicago. Something's going to give there. Purely as a rental would be my suggestion with Flurry, and that's the other wild card for Pittsburgh. I could see Flurry wanting. I mentioned Gibson's from Pittsburgh. I could see him wanting to go to Pittsburgh, and I could see Flurry wanting to go back to Pittsburgh. What would be the lowest acquisition cost for Pittsburgh? Probably Flurry through free agency. But in terms of a trade rental. I do think that could be a possibility, and wouldn't that be the, the sweet irony? If it, like, and let's just see what happens. And here's where I remind you: Smith and Koskinen last year combined seventh in the league in save percentage, but Mike Smith went head to head against Connor Hellebuck, who stood on his head against the Oilers, nine fifty in the playoffs. That I agree. I agree. Thanks well, a lot. Thanks, Andy. Happens. Have a good one. Yep. Final uh, call in this rack of calls here. Jim on line three. Jim, how are you? Great. How about you? Good. What do you got? Well, I mean, like you said, Zach's playing, uh, Zach Cassian's playing better than he ever has before. He's been my favorite for a long time now. Even went out and got bought one of his jerseys that are signed at one of the uh, fundraisers. Good, good for you. But you, you like but, what you uh, see? He, yeah, I really like what I see. And he made a great, like everyone talks about, but he made a great pass. And uh, that that brought on the uh, during the breakaway, and that that brought on that great goal by Froble. But uh, the other thing is, he's got to keep it under control. You don't go running around poking people in the back with a stick. I, uh, you know what? Can I tell you something? He has a reputation, and he gets reputation calls against him. That's it's that simple, man. He's they they're watching him. There's certain players that they watch, and he's you know the first one. I'm like, come on, like. The, the refs in Arizona, uh, what's the guy's name? Centerman used to be a Buffalo Swedish guy. He totally railroaded Devin Short. Total cheap shot with four minutes left in the game. And then, yeah. you know, Cassian went on the ice and said, which one of you dumb you-know-whats wants it? And of course, Arizona doesn't have any of that. So he gives a guy a little poke as he goes to the bench and they throw his act in the box. But the one against Vegas, that was a legitimate hook. Can't make that play. Reputation call. Jim? Totally agree. Thanks for the call, man. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a one-minute timeout. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk about an Oilers Now roadie to Seattle with Dennis Lalliberti from New West Travel. This is Oilers Now.
subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chat. It is 125 at Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. This is Oilers Now. Things are slowly opening up out there. Travel industry is going to get going. Lots of hurdles to go through, but that said, could have some possible news on an Oilers Now road trip as we're joined by Dennis Laliberti from New West Travel. Dennis, how are you? Oh, hold on a hey. sec. i got to hit that. There we go. How are you doing, Dennis? Good, Bobby. Really good today. All right. So uh, are, are we getting uh, – there's there's some changes coming from the U.S. government in terms of non-essential travel. Uh, how does that affect your industry? Oh, it's, we're starting to get busy. Right now, everything's starting to, you know, to pick up right now. And, you know, the big thing is, is we would hope the Canadian government would do a reciprocal agreement where, you know, if you're double vaccinated, you don't have to have a PCR test coming back into the country. Right. That would be great. Yeah. So as an example, we had ours Friday morning in Vegas. Uh, so played Thursday night, got in, you know, and Friday morning between 7 and 10, everybody that was part of the travel party had to get a, a PCR test. And, and, mm-hmm. and now there's the Report Canada app as well when you land. So uh, anyhow, does this provide you the opportunity to do some trips coming up? Well, it does. It's really opened up things, you know, so we're really, you know, proud, or proud to announce about this, you know, the Seattle road trip that we've got coming up. What, what's the date on that trip? Uh, we're leaving on December the 2nd out of Edmonton, and we're flying uh, by Vancouver. Seattle's a little bit hard to get out. I'm sorry, December the 3rd. 3rd the 6th, Friday to uh, Monday. So we're going to catch the game with the Kraken and the Oilers on, uh, on uh, down there. And then on Sunday... We're going to have uh, tickets to see uh, the 49ers and the Seahawks play. So it's a great, uh, it's a great weekend. Jack Michaels and myself, uh, and we, I owe a, a hat tip here to Jack and also to Randy Hahn, the, the play-by-play caller from Edmonton that does the San Jose Sharks. Uh, we went to the game of the year in Santa Clara. It was in San Jose. Right. Uh, between it was a Monday night football game between the San, San Francisco 49ers and Seattle, and they just kicked the crap out of each other like there must have been eight or ten guys and we're on the 25 yard line and they're like every fourth play a guy was yeah. getting helped off it was the most physical football game i've ever seen those two teams hate each other so you're getting an opportunity to see the seahawks and the 49ers uh what day do you fly in on do you fly on the day of the game on the friday december december 3rd yeah friday uh we're flying in on the Friday night, and then uh, we'll see the game that night, and then Sunday we'll have the uh, an o- or Saturday open day, and then Sunday we'll take in the forty. All right, so it's going yeah, it's- stadium, the Seahawks stadium, loudest loudest stadium in the NFL. Yeah, absolutely. So round trip airfare from Edmonton to Seattle, yeah. three nights accommodation. You're at the Hyatt in Seattle. Uh, we're going to try to coordinate a reception on the Friday afternoon yeah. uh, of the game, uh, and then you'll also get uh, the the NFL game, the Seahawks and the 49ers. Uh, private, uh, you got round trip airport transfers into Seattle, which is important. Mm-hmm. You're going to have uh, multiple receptions and a PCR test in Seattle. You're, you've coordinated that as well for everybody. So, how do people get hold of you, Dennis? Well, just call us at, at New West Travel seven eight zero four three two seven four four six. Best thing is all the information is on our website, newwesttravel.com, Bob. All right, Dennis. Uh, best of luck with it. That's it, it's another step back uh, to normal, right? So let's make it this. Is. Let's make it happen. It thanks. Thanks a lot, Dennis. Yep. Yeah. 
That's uh, we got about 45 seconds. Uh, we're going to get into the orders now. Injury report. It's brought to you by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. Unrivaled experience, unrivaled commitment, unrivaled results. Simply put, they're the best. Here's Brendan Escott. Mike Smith, as we mentioned earlier in the show, doubtful for Wednesday's home game against Philadelphia. Could return for Saturday's game in Vancouver, it sounds like. Uh, Philadelphia's Kevin Hayes week-to-week after abdominal surgery. And defenseman Ryan Ellis, questionable for Wednesday's game. He's got an undisclosed knock right now. He Sent- skated today. Did he skate today? He okay, skated so today. Today they're still, I don't know, up in the air on that. Uh, elsewhere, Senators goaltender Matt Murray. He's heading to the IR with head and neck injuries again. He suffered against New York on Saturday. Also, rookie Shane Pinto now expected out one to two weeks. We head to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell of the 6-2 and two Brigham Young Fan Club and uh, come back with Jay Woodcroft, head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio 630 Chad.